This is the Create the Smarts podcast where you will learn to leverage your online following into a profitable, future-proof education business that you control without being at the mercy of sponsors or algorithm changes. Each week we interview the world's leading creators to find out what strategies they use to diversify, stabilize and grow their businesses. I'm your host, Jan van der Aan. Hey everybody, it's your Dutch friend Jan and you're listening to episode 143 of the Creative Smarts podcast. And we're going to do things a bit differently on the podcast. We're going to share more practical advice that you can directly implement to grow your creator business. And um, you might have noticed that recently we already started doing less interviews. Um, I think the interviews are a great way to get an idea of what's on others' creators' minds, uh, what, what they're thinking about, the strategies that they're using. We've been doing that for, what, like one and a half year? Yeah, probably. Um, so now we will be sharing more practical tips and advice. So Oli restarted posting on our Creator Smart YouTube channel. And in his videos, he's uh, going to answer some of the questions that we get in our coaching sessions in our inner circle um, the question that he's going to answer today is how long should your product launch last and he's not just going to talk about how long your launch should be but also a few other things that you need to take into account for example like should you promote should you send out emails during the weekend should you send out emails every day um, why send out emails anyway um, so this and much more practical tips we also have an episode on um, affiliate marketing, how much you should give up on affiliates, for example, or on how to manage your email. So all practical things that uh, all creators who already have a business have to deal with. And um, yeah, then every now and then I will also take some, you know, take the time to record a solo episode by myself while I talk about some of the things that I've learned. Or for example, in a few hours from now, I will be jumping on a plane to Dubai where I will be joining NAS uh, Summit, a creator summit, and um, yeah, share with you some of the things that I learned there or in our mastermind retreats. And you know, you get, you get what I mean, I guess. So without further ado, let's get started. Here is Oli, and he's going to talk about how long. Well, he's going to talk about product launches. <laughs> Let's keep it at that. Enjoy. So how long should a launch be? Should it be a few days? Should it be a week, two weeks? What day of the week should you open on? What day of the week should you close on? These might not sound like um, important decisions, but actually they really are. I must have worked on over 100 product launches now between um, either things in my own businesses or uh, people that I've worked with. And I've really seen that patterns on what tends to work and what doesn't. And it hasn't changed much over the years. And so what I'm gonna to try to give you in this video is a blueprint that you can follow. And this is useful because as educators, we tend to spend like 99% of our energy on creating this amazing product. And then like <laughs> launching it is kind of like an, an afterthought uh, at the end, because at heart we are educators, uh, not marketers. But see the launch is one of those areas where having your marketing chops together really, really makes a difference. And it can be the difference between, you know, making 100% of what you should on a launch and, and making 10%. Uh, if you get it wrong. So I'm gonna try and give you a blueprint based on what's worked um, for me here. So how long do you launch? Well, I think in order to, I'm, I'm gonna give you the specifics, but I also want you to understand the thought process behind it so that you can you know, play with this and adapt it over time. It's important to understand that with buyers, there are always three types of buyers who are going to be seeing your launch. And it's important to know who you are actually um, targeting 
and how to talk to them differently. So with any product launch or any list of people, um, any audience really, you're always gonna have these three groups of people. Number one is people who will 100% buy, people that have been following you. This is the great advantage of a personal brand, right? They know you, they like you, they trust you, and whatever it is that you release, they are 100% gonna buy. We all have customers like that, and they are fantastic. With these people, you could literally just send an email or a tweet and they would go and buy, right? So the purpose of a product launch is not to talk to these people because these people will buy anyway. On the opposite side of the spectrum, you've got people who absolutely guaranteed will never buy just because they're not the kind of people that will buy things on the internet or they don't feel like they need to pay for education or whatever, and that's totally fine. Um, you know, it could, it could be the case like 5% of people will always buy, um, maybe 80% of people won't buy, uh, which then leaves you a kind of 15% left, which is um, this group here, which is people who are on the fence, meaning that um, they're not really paying that much attention. They could be interested maybe, but you've got some work to do to, uh, to convince them. And it's worth saying at this point as well that like, this is not about hoodwinking people. This is not about um, you know, pressuring people. This is about a group of people who can really benefit from what you've made. You've just got to make sure that there's no information gap meaning you've got to make sure that they know fully what you have, what you've created, so they can make an informed decision about um, whether or not they would benefit from it. Often, th through bad marketing or lack of marketing, all that happens is you don't give people the information that they actually need to make a decision. So what this launch is about is about giving people all the information they need to make a decision about whether they want the product or not, right? So we're talking to this group of people here, people that are on the fence. We don't need to talk about these people, we don't need to talk about these people. So in that case, so what are the characteristics of these people in the middle group? So people that are on the fence have a few characteristics that make them different from, um, from the people who will 100% buy, okay? Firstly, these people, you don't have their full attention, okay? They are not hanging on your every word. They maybe watch the odd one of your videos or read open the occasional email. You haven't got their full attention which means that you need to do more work in order to get their attention. A lot of marketing is mostly the managing and arbitraging of, of attention. And you haven't got these people's full attention, which means you need to get it. Um, similarly, they are living a, a busy life, which means they've got other things on. So even if they do see what you've got, you know, they've got a million other things happening in their lives. And, and so you are kind of competing with those things uh, in, that, in that sense. And that doesn't mean that they don't need what you've created, it just means that you've got to give them a good reason to, um, to be interested in it, right? Um, and so similarly, because they are not in your you know, top tier of fans, they, are, they also might not be sure that they actually need it. And this is the function of marketing here, is to show them what you've created so that you know, they may reach the conclusion, hey, actually, I don't need it. But similarly, they may realize that they do need it, and so your job is to give them the information so that they can make a decision. Um, and then lastly, why now? For people who are in this middle group, a lot of the time they're just gonna be thinking, okay, that, so this person's made this course great, uh, I'll just buy it later. So you've gotta address this issue of why do they need to buy it right now, okay? So these are the characteristics of this, of these kind of fence sitters, if you like, and this is what you have to address um, in order to um, in order to sell to those people. So with that in mind, this is how I'd recommend going about kind of planning the length of a launch. We're not talking about the content of a launch; that is a much much bigger topic. We're talking about the length of the of the of the launch, but this matters. 
for for the for the reason that I uh, the reason that I showed you above. So let's imagine that we're thinking how long should our launch be, and we're thinking okay. We've got a two-week period to play with. I think we all know that you know launch should probably not last longer than two weeks. Um, so let, let's 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 think about it from this from this perspective. So we know that we have to get people's attention, which means straight away that we're going to be doing it for longer than a few days. So some people would say, well, okay, well, I'll tell you what, for my new launch, I'll just launch, I'll open it on Monday and close it on Thursday. Now the problem with this is that people might just not see your emails. And this is becoming increasingly common, you know, as people are using emails slightly less or they're distracted, now they're on they're on Telegram or they're, they, whatever. For a variety of reasons, they might simply not see your emails. Imagine that you do what a lot of people do and um, launch over the weekend. So I'm gonna open on Friday and close on Monday. Well, people might be away for the weekend or they might not check their emails over the weekend. And so you've got to, uh, you've got to give people uh, enough time to actually receive your messages, your videos, your emails, and actually consume them. Now, it is possible to do a shorter launch like this of three or four days, but, that, but it's a more specialized, higher level thing. You need to make sure that by the, if you do it like this, you've got to make sure that by the time you open cart, like you've really prepared people. A lot of work needs to go into the, the pre-launch so that people, uh, they, they, they already know they want it, you've already told them about it, in various different ways, uh, maybe they're on a waiting list or something. Um, you've even had a phone call. I don't know what it, whatever it may be. So that when you open, they're kind of ready and they've, they already have all the information they need. But um, apart from that, if that's not the case, assuming that's not the case, then you want to have a slightly longer period. So then you have got the question of, all right, well, how long should it be? And what what I tend to do now is I tend to work with a with a, a period of about seven or eight days, because I think to myself, well. Over the period of a, of a week or a week, a week plus, it's likely that anyone who ever reads my emails uh, is going to open at least one of them, which means I'm, I'm going to get their attention over a period of, of, of say, this many days. Um, and so that feels reasonable. You could say, well, then if, 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 if what's important is getting their attention, then why not make it longer? Why not make it like two weeks long? But the problem is, if you make, if you do it, if you have a launch that's two weeks long, then you run into the trouble of, okay, well, what do I do for those two weeks? And then you kind of have this situation where, okay, so let's say you open on Monday and you've got a big, open with a big bang, and then you have this, and everyone, loads of people buy on the first day. And then what happens is uh, you've got this massive lull during the, like the, <laughs> the 10 days in the middle where no one's buying anything. Um, and you're and you kind of having to think about what can you send and maybe you're going for these days where you're not sending any emails or whatever it's just, it's kind of, it's just it loses energy the energy evaporates from the whole launch and then it kind of picks up again at the end when you when you close down so we want to avoid this as well uh, and so come on get rid of these there we go and so what I tend to do is go for this this kind of block in the middle like that. So I would, I would always tend to work with seven or eight days. This is assuming that you're selling a sort of standard education product, which is anywhere from, um, you know, uh, hundred to a thousand dollars, anything like that. Something cheaper, you can probably get away with a shorter period, but um, you know, assuming it's in that kind of price range, then I, I, would, I would go for about seven to eight days as a, uh, as a starting point. Now, um, what days of the week? This is important because, guess what? No one reads their emails at the weekend. 
maybe on a Sunday evening. I don't look at my emails, well, I don't look at my emails anyway, but <laughs> certainly not at the weekend, which means uh, I wouldn't send emails, I wouldn't do anything important at the weekend. Similarly, Friday, you know, people have got other things on their mind uh, on a Friday, right? So I wouldn't start a launch at any of those days, which means um, you need, your launch needs to straddle the weekend period. For me, I'm kind of fine uh, launching any day during the week. I think Monday to Thursday is fine. Got no problem with that. You just want to avoid anything important happening at the weekend. So you want to avoid opening at the weekend or closing at the weekend. And so typically, what we have um, started to do now as our kind of default is to open on a Wednesday or Thursday, a full week, and then close on the following Wednesday or Thursday, which leaves a period of about eight days. And that's a period where you can be pretty much guaranteed to get people's attention. Uh, if you're ever going to, it's gonna be during that time. Um, if seven or eight days is enough to kind of maintain the energy of the, of the launch to, um, you, you're not gonna run out of, out of stuff to actually uh, send. It's enough time to deliver the key messages of the launch, you know, maybe giving them a, a look inside, answering objections, telling them what the features are, uh, telling them how it works. You can you know, drip that stuff out over the course of, of those eight days. And that is, for me, about right. Now, it's also worth thinking about, um, you're not necessarily just restricted to the uh, that launch period itself. There are a couple of other things that you can play with after the launch, which is quite handy. You could, for example, this is, this is this this gets into a slightly gray area sometimes. People may or may not like doing it this way. Um, you can, for example, after you close, you can then wait a week and then come back with a payment plan offer. You could do a launch here that is just private within your own list. Uh, so you don't talk about it publicly and then open up a second launch afterwards, which is then just, um, which is publicly, maybe bringing in affiliates or things like that. So there are ways of actually getting like two bites at the cherry, if you like, which can be useful if you need to talk to people in a certain, in a certain way. So for example, if you want to do a, a kind of private launch, which is just your own list, you might want to be a lot less kind of pushy. Um, you might want to talk to them in a much more friendly way. Um, and then for a public launch, you might want to give it a little bit more time so, so you've got, people have got time to come in, you can explain things more thoroughly to them. And, um, and similarly with a payment plan, you might not want to offer the payment plan at the beginning for whatever reason. Um, so point is, there, there are things that you can play with after the initial period of the launch. What you want to make sure that you do is be honest throughout that period, right? So you don't want to be telling people, right, it's going to close on Thursday and then you'll never, ever, ever have another chance only to then come back with a, with, a, with a payment plan, right? You want to make sure that you, you kind of, um, you walk that line in a kind of honest and authentic way. But that is my answer to how long your launch should be. All right, Oli, thanks. And uh, thank you for listening. And uh, yeah, let me know what you think if you like these episodes. And if you didn't like this episode, then please leave a positive rating in whatever app that you're using. Uh, for your podcast and looking forward to meeting you in the next episode. Ciao.